again, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Game Pass Grab Bag, your weekly podcast reviewing games from the Game Pass Collection, bringing you three unique perspectives from varying skill and range. I am the Indiana Jones of this episode. Andrew, with me, the one who face checks every booby trap, Keith. Hello. And our Laura Craft, Liz. Hey, guys. And this week was a listener request, so thank you so much, David. I guess thank you for torturing us with Spelunky <laughs> 2 by Mossmouth. Spelunky 2 is a sequel of the very well-beloved original Spelunky that originally came out on the 360, but Spelunky 2 is a platformer roguelike where you are playing the daughter of the original hero in the first Spelunky, where you go off to the moon to find and rescue your parents and try to bring them back home. But going around, Liz, was this a game or a pass for you? This was a game for me. It's hard because I got so frustrated with the game that I had to take a lot of breaks and I mean a lot, but I always came back to it. Uh, I also think too that the co-op and different, you know, the, the arena, the different multiplayer options that you have were a lot of fun. And um, yeah, as much as I found it frustrating, I definitely liked it enough to give it a game. See, it's it's so funny to me because this is a game that I, I think I just would have expected us to be completely opposite on, Liz. Because as you may recall, this was sort of my pick at least my pick from the listener picks where i was like i i remember spelunky one i i want to play spelunky two i think that'll be fun i regretted everything about it <laughs> and, and this is a situation definitely where it's like there's nothing really inherently wrong with the game other than i just didn't like it if anyone was asking me for a game to play i wouldn't recommend this game i don't want to go back and play more of it but the multiplayer is pretty fun it's a nice addition that spelunky one didn't have so i did like that aspect of it um, but otherwise, no, this, this is a, this is pretty much just a pass for me. So for me, I guess overall, I'm going to give it a pass. I enjoyed my time with it. I had fun with Splunky, but to give it a game and like recommend it to people is like recommending, Hey, do you want to destroy your controller? You should play this game because I, I can't remember the last time I played a game where like I legitimately like was tempted to throw my controller through my monitor. Has this happened before? I mean, it must have where I said game and you guys both said pass. <laughs> I don't think I so. Don't, I don't what know. What does that say about me with this game? Like, You're a masochist? Am I a masochist? Yeah. yeah. It's, it just doesn't make sense to me. I mean, overall, it's, it's Spunky 2 is a lot of fun. It's definitely just for a very particular person. You just have to... I don't know, really like to be tortured, I guess, like a masochist. But no, it's, it is fun. But yeah, I think it's just, I'm going to give it a pass because I don't know. It's, it's hard to recommend. But uh, so getting into Spelunky 2's story, as I said, you were playing the daughter of the original hero from Spelunky, where, you know, in the very first Spelunky, you were this explorer who found this tomb from old mech, I think was the. Aztec isn't, God's name, or I'm getting it, confused. Isn't that the God from uh, Legends of the Hidden Temple? Yeah, it might be. And I might be confusing <laughs> them. No, I'm thinking about it. But either way, you end up finding uh, his temple also is on the moon. So your father and your mother go on ahead and go up to the moon to try to explore this tum- uh, this temple. But they haven't returned in months. And so you as the daughter has taken upon yourself to build a rocket and try to go up there and find them and see what happened to them. So I don't know about you guys, but I had some issues with the story. (laughs) So when you first start the tutorial, like you're kind of finding this journal of like your parents and what's going on. And like, you know, they're writing a diary like, hey, we found this, you know, dungeon. And, you know, obviously it's giving you tutorial tips. 
what I hate, I don't know if you guys picked out or not, but the, like the last page of the journal was like, Hey, I know we wanted to bring you with us, but you were too young. So we left you back home, but don't worry about us. Cause we're having fun. And I felt like there was such a slap in the face for like the daughter, because it's like, you know, your mom and dad hasn't returned in like so many months or whatever. You haven't heard a word from them and you just find their journal saying, don't worry, we're having fun without you. And it's like, they don't say like, Hey, we're safe. You know, we're, we're trying to get back to you. We really miss you. Nuts. We're having fun. Maybe I thought the maybe story was weird. Maybe that's just like code for them saying we're in danger. Come help us. Like, you know, they, Oh yeah. Please young da- child come and uh, get no, killed like, by serpents. Uh, no, like she knows, like, if, if she's, if they say they're just having fun, she's like, Oh, they're in trouble. It, they would tell me they're safe if they're actually safe. <laughs> Why wouldn't they just say but we're in trouble? Parents, wouldn't they lie though? Like seeing all the stuff that you face in the dungeon? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like it's a code like you and you understood it. You're like, oh, I know they're in danger. Things are bad. I'm preparing for the worst and I'm going to the moon because that's just an easy thing to do. Everyone goes to the moon. Yes, please sacrifice, sacrifice yourself, child. Like <laughs> we adults can't handle this, but you can. I know, young child, please <laughs> go into the dungeon. Wait, how old are you? I, I'm assuming you're something like 16, probably younger, honestly. 47. You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> Your elderly parents. <laughs> Your parents are geriatrics. They're, re- they're retired. They're just they're just living their second life, going to the moon and I mean, deadly dungeons. It is very possible because you don't die in this world, so maybe you don't age, and they actually could be 47. Or what you do you could mean? I died a lot. Well, that's what I mean. Like You, you can't don't die like, forever. Yeah, you don't permanently die. Because it even says that in the journal where it's like, Oh, the magic is in this tomb where you can't die. But even if you can't die, I, I would still be like, you child, get out of here. Though. I know. Yeah, you're you still, still getting impaled. You're still getting shot with arrows. <laughs> I'd be like, child, get out of here. I don't care that we're not permanently dying, but please just like you don't want to be like tortured for the rest of your life. So is this, wait, is, is this like a weird it takes two situation? Like they found themselves in places where they could just kill each other over and over. And so they just had a bunch of fun. So they're just like, hey, we're living our best life. We're just going to kill the heck out of each other. And uh, we're having fun. I think That's you figured weird. it out. I don't think we once tried to kill each other. Oh, that, well, you didn't have to try. Just, you you just killed me all, all the time. on accident. Those would just whip me off. Uh, when we did the Koa or the um, Adverses game mode, you would try mm. to kill each other. Oh, yeah, that was so much fun. <laughs> but we'll, we'll get to that in a little bit. So I am i can't remember. Did, did I? Did you catch roguelike or in your description? Did you call I, it I did. Because you, you know I have a gripe with this. We've, we've been over this. <laughs> we were talking about this when we were playing. I don't, I don't like that description. There's only two things about this game that are roguelike. Is that the maps are, the maps are procedurally generated. Cool. There's that. I, you, you'll argue that I guess that the shortcuts kind of are, but not really, but also the story, the story kind of is just a means to an end. It's there to be like, here's a reason you went to the moon to find your parents. Anywho, just go do this thing for a while. Hope you don't hate it. Well, actually let's discover that there's like three different endings. I saw a video. I, I actually found it right before we started filming, so I didn't get to finish it. But there's actually a lot of secrets in this game. There's a lot of videos and, and playthroughs and stuff. So I didn't actually finish the video, but <laughs> maybe. <laughs> okay, good good work there, Liz. Thanks. <laughs> Bringing nice, uh, you know, investigation journalism right there. There's some good info for us, though. <laughs> but I do agree with you, Keith. The story, for the most part, does just seem like kind of a means to an end. But it's just... 
I don't know. I just, for me, it was just that one moment of like, hey, we're having fun, you know, dishing you on earth and not returning home. So I thought that was just kind of weird. But uh, obviously you were playing this for the gameplay and... Were you though? No, that is actually <laughs> a good point. So the gameplay, as I said, it's, it's a 2D platformer where, you know, as Keith said, the dungeons are constantly procedurally generated. So every time you're doing a new run, you know, you're not getting the same map every time, but you're essentially just going down, trying to get from point A to point B, avoid bad guys or kill bad guys, collect treasure and try to get some equipment that could be helpful. But basically you're just trying to keep getting down, down farther into the dungeon. And as far as the gameplay goes, as far as like the actual main story is, it's fun, but also very frustrating. Because as Keith said, I like Keith is kind of like, those snobby wine aficionados where they're like, actually, this is not a roguelike because of these reasons. <laughs> but I actually do agree with the Keith on this because I do feel like I, me and Liz, specifically me and Liz, we put in a ton of hours in this game. I think we put like 20. We put quite a bit. And Jeez. it just, we just weren't progressing. And that's what was kind of frustrating. I was having fun with it. Like I didn't hate my 20 hours playing it. But like, yeah, we got one checkpoint where we could actually advance to the second world. And it's just, this game is crazy difficult. And even that, like, I didn't realize I needed certain things to get that checkpoint. Like, if you make it to a certain point, you have to, what, have bombs or something? It depends. Yeah, anytime you finish a world, you know, there's a person who's creating a tunnel that says, hey, sometimes she needs money, sometimes she needs bombs, sometimes she needs a weapon. And that's unfair. Yeah. Because repeating that much, it's just, it's ridiculous. And I also think, too, like, I think of Dead Cells, where... You start with different things, and I felt like there's way more things to play with. With this, the shops were always the same. Your whip at the beginning was always the same. Like, they needed something to break it up. And even, my biggest disappointment with the game is that you can pick these different characters, and none of them have special abilities. And so, this game is really, really hard. But have like a character that is is easier, maybe has more health or more bombs, and then maybe have a special character that's super hard and have an achievement for it. But for me, I just felt like they didn't expand enough. They there wasn't enough like fun things to play around with, especially when you're repeating the same levels with the same music over and over and over again. Yeah, see, I think this game could have. And, and maybe it's just cop out, and also because I just like the genre. But they could have <laughs> easily taken this into a roguelike where they could have done that with the characters, like Liz said. Maybe you start with different items too, more ropes versus more bombs. Don't take damage from bombs. All these little things. But then also, like I get it because even Spelunky One was really the same thing. It it wasn't made to be. I don't want to say it wasn't made to be a fun game. But it's not really meant for fun. It's just meant for trying and trying and trying and trying. And this game is meant for trying. And deep sighs and contemplating why you even bothered playing anything anymore. Are you even good at video games? So they didn't want to take that away. So I think it could have it could have been one of those things where they could like have two different modes you could play a roguelike mode where like you have all those fun new elements and then just classic splunky try not to destroy your xbox <laughs> well i also think too that there are too many bad coincidences you already have this hard game yeah and you already have like the, the characters are all the same and then i remember in particular so with the traps there are these arrows and they they take away two of your health, which is pretty a pretty big deal, especially yeah, because you have four health. Yeah. yeah, and when you're further on, and so I started a level. The only way that I 
could not get shot by this arrow was to drop a bomb. And when I did that, all of a sudden the arrow hits the shopkeeper and then he goes berserk and then kills me. That's ridiculous. I was so pissed. <laughs> like, what are the chances that that would happen? There's no place I could have put the bomb that, like, I would be safe. And so, for me, I had so many circumstances like this that I just felt like the game was after me. And I think and maybe at that point I had a little bit of burnout. And maybe I took it too personally. <laughs> but... <laughs> But this game personally attacking me. I do think if you're gonna have like a super hard game like this, like maybe don't do that to people. <laughs> I do fully so. agree with you, Liz. Like that's my issue with this. Like the game is procedurally generated, but sometimes the procedurally generation felt like it was just out to get you. Yeah, it was an unwinnable situation <laughs> where it's just like, yeah, here's a moment where you can either kill yourself this way or we'll kill you this way. So you get to choose how you die. And I don't like that. Like sometimes I literally would enter through a door. As soon as I got out of that door, there's a snake bites me, kills me. And it's just like, I had no time to react to that. Like, how could I, how could I avoided that? And that's like what I, I that's said, my frustration. Spelunky too. It's about trying and trying and trying, <laughs> but not trying getting any so better, but also giving up. Cause there are times I'd start a run and it wasn't going well for me towards the beginning. And it's just like, there's no point. <laughs> See, then, I, ne- I never found that because I just never felt like I lived long enough to actually <laughs> intentionally kill myself. I, yeah, the, the, that's the thing about this. It's just like, it, though it's not even those coincidences, I don't think, that make it the hardest for me. But it's just small little aspects of the gameplay. And I think it's intentional, but it's also what makes it so frustrating. Things like you get hit by, I don't think it's the snakes that do it. But it might be. But they knock you over. And then you do your little flashy invincible thing. But you get like a half a second to a second of that. But here's the funny thing. You lay on the ground for I think five minutes. Oh my god. Yeah, that was annoying. And so, <laughs> so you just you get hit once. And then they just keep running into you. And then you die even though you had full health. And like things like that. Or like I think I can make this jump. I You know, I can see the ground. This should be fine. No, we decided that jumps too far this time. You're dead. And just <laughs> all these little things. Have fun. Try again. And what about those moles? <laughs> no, try again. Those moles oh. were awful. Yeah, yeah, anything that moved too fast was was really a nuisance to me. Honestly, everything was a nuisance to me. Bats, yeah, snakes. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know me with flying things in yeah. games. Like that was really hard for me. And one thing that I remember that really angered Andrew. Well, I guess irritated the. The shopkeeper would have the dog sometimes. So the dog, when you bring him to the exit, he gives you an extra life if he's alive because the the dog can die, which is who thought of that? First of all, you can whip the the dog dog. will kiss you or you kiss the dog or something and you get a life when you bring it to the end, but the dog can die. You can't pet the dog. You can whip it. You can whip it a lot. Yeah, and you told me about the first Spelunky. Yeah. How it was like, oh, you can't do that in 2022. <laughs> so, yeah. Keith, do you remember the first Spelunky that much? I I mean, vaguely. I have, I have recollections. So I decided to download it because I was always like, to me, I was like, this game feels very similar. I was like, how? why did they make a Spelunky 2? Is this game much different from the first Spelunky? And honestly, overall, no. This game really isn't too much different from the first Blunky. The maps are pretty similar. The enemies are very similar. The items are very similar. Uh, the procedural generation, I will say, is a lot better in Splunky 2 because in Splunky 1, sometimes I felt like I would get like an impassable map where I would have to use bombs to get to the exit. It was kind of annoying. 
But the biggest change, and, and I think this is probably why they changed Splunky 2. So in Splunky 2, you, as I said, you're rescuing a dog. And if you bring it to the exit, it, it licks you and gives you a health. And the first Splunky, it's a very busty blonde woman who, uh, it, it, you know, playing now is pretty bad. Because as I said, you can whip the dog. So, of course, in the first Splunky, you can whip this woman. You could throw into spikes. I could kind of see why they changed that in Splunky 2. I it was just kind of like Mario. You were just kind of saving her and so she gave you a kiss i didn't think you were necessarily i guess forcing okay. it. i guess but I, I, I mean i'm not saying it didn't need to be changed i'm not defending it <laughs> i think but, the person who came up with the busty blonde also came up with the idea of killing dogs that's all i, I'm saying. I think I, there might I be a correlation just, there i think they were just trying to take a slightly different approach of like mario i don't know that is a good point keith i yeah i think that's probably what they were more going for too i just think like you know, would, every every time you would save her she'd come up and like kiss you on the cheek and yeah. that was like but in 2022, obviously, it's probably not something that's well, good. Yeah, could have stunned the dog, right? And yeah. once the dog is stunned, you can't pick him up or something. Yeah. There's but no I, reason why they had to have the dog die. But, but then what happens when the dog is stunned and left with all the, the cave monsters? He dead. He dead anyways. No, because they weren't attacking him throughout the game. Like, if you leave him with a monster, the monster doesn't attack him. He's fine. I, mean, I think it's I funny, though, that Liz, you're more upset about the dog and not me talking about the busty blonde woman. Because you do the exact same thing with the woman. You know, you could stun her and throw her into spikes and throw her in front of the trap for you. Do you know what? I didn't play that game, but I'm trying not to get too irritated. You know what I mean? Like. So it, overall, it is a good design choice that they switched it to a dog. Yeah, but it, it works. It's also weird, too, because that woman is uh, not your dad's wife, you know, because they show the picture of, you know, your dad and your mother. And it's not that busty blonde woman, so I don't know who she well, is she or where she's gone. you after, I'd hope not. <laughs> Maybe you might not have been married in Spelunky 1. Oh, you definitely weren't. But I just How think you it's because I played a bit of it and I didn't mention does he, does, it. He, does he say he's a single man looking looking for a hot busty blonde? <laughs> he's single ready to go. That's actually how first Blunky happened. It was on Tinder. And, uh, you know, she swiped right on him and he was like, well, I got to go to this dungeon. And then he realized, you know, well, it's weird too. They got rid of the woman altogether because in the later levels, you actually get a helper who honestly played much better than I did. And they could have brought her back. All right. So I just want to make a note here that Liz is the one that wishes a busty blonde woman was in this game and not me. I did not. I said woman. I didn't say busty. (laughs) As I recall. Yes. But you know what? What's, what's worse? Like doing that, like just being like, you know what? Let's get the woman out of the game. That's just a leader. I mean, you play a woman or a you girl. <laughs> I don't know how much of this we can actually put out there. <laughs> oh, I don't feel like we're getting dangerous territory. <laughs> One thing that I learned playing this game, always throw first. So with the jars, sometimes they have spiders, sometimes they have gems or gold. And so Andrew taught me that you always pick it up. And it's always nice to carry something on your adventures because yeah. there's so many different traps that you can utilize. So you can pick up like rocks and things like that. Or a dog and throw it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but, yeah, that is that is one of the like most helpful tips you could probably give. Because, yeah, you're, there's hidden treasure. There's a ton of treasure and loot you can get. But I, I will say, like, I know you're complaining a little bit with the shopkeepers. I felt like the shopkeepers didn't have too good of items. Like, there was never an item that I was like, oh, if I get this, this is an instant win. There's some very useful ones, like the hover pack, the double jump, or, like, the boots. But none of them were like, I think I'm going to win this run because I have this item. 
Well, no, because uh, what, what's it called? The uh, quick runs? I looked up a, a playthrough of the game, and there's this, is that what it's called? Speed runs? Speed runs. Thank you, Keith. <laughs> Andrew's looking at me like I have 10 heads. Yes. <laughs> so the fast people. The, the speed run, the person just had one of the mechanisms that like teleport you. Yeah. And he pretty much used that to beat the game. Yeah, but if, if you fast. are not good with that, you will die. But yeah, yeah obviously he had a lot of practice. Yes, you did. You kept teleporting yourself into the wall but and killing I yourself. Think mastering that is the key to winning the game because uh, you beat the game. Uh, maybe. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of things if you master. It's how you beat this game because this game is all about just trying to master things. And it's so weird too because not getting ahead, but like when you look at the cover art of Splunky Two, you'd swear this game is for like children. It's super cutesy yeah. looking. The snake is adorable. You, your character is this like little girl with a cute button nose. And this game is just brutal. <laughs> like it just like kicks you in the face and then just like stomps you in the dirt. And it just you yeah you gotta keep going back for more. Do you yeah. want, I gotta bring friendly. I gotta bring up the shopkeeper again <laughs> because there was no, there was another time where I was <laughs> buying something. I I bought it. And then all of a sudden, his stuff started to move, and he uh, accused me of stealing, and he shot me dead. I did nothing. I didn't accidentally. The, the items just like wiggled a little. Randomly. Yeah. No, there was the shopkeeper. Just all of a sudden, it's like, oh, you're stealing my stuff, and I was like, no, I'm not. I'm doing really well, and the game is punishing me. That's what's happening right now. <laughs> That's I just felt away real fast. There were so many things with the shopkeeper that I just hated him. I didn't want to buy his wares. <laughs> No, thank you. I remembered you from last <laughs> game. I hate you. I do. Not giving you any of my money. And same with like the the turkey guy, because you're supposed to rescue his turkeys and put them in the cage, but they don't explain things to you. Like I accidentally yeah. hit one too many times and it died, and all of a sudden this guy's chasing me. I'm like, what did I do? He killed his turkey. But I guess like the turkey is actually a really good thing to use. Yeah, you can ride it. Yeah, yes. but I mean, it's there's other things you can do, like if you like a double jump or something. Yep. I was watching this video, and you can also use it for food if you burn them yep. or explode them. There are so many things in this game that they don't tell you. But one thing I really wanted to talk more about, we mentioned a little bit, because in Splunky 1, they eventually had DLC where they had multiplayer, but in Splunky 2, multiplayer is easily accessible in this game. What did you guys think of the multiplayer? I liked it. We got much further together, Andrew and I. And then when Keith played too, obviously. Yeah. But I I don't like that you start with less bombs. Because a lot of times we're separated. And I just felt like it was actually not a hindrance, but it wasn't as fun playing with three people sometimes. Where it's just like, well, I, I don't have the tools that I need. Well, you had less bombs too because you refused to buy them from the shopkeeper. No, maybe I, you're the I shopaholic. Just, I remember just about every time Liz would be like, "Hey, are there bombs in the shop? Are there bombs yes, in the shop?" Yes, Keith. So I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna contest that part. Um, but yeah, I, I do agree. I think the co-op is actually the best part of this game. It's probably actually the only way I would play more Spelunky too. It was, it, it takes out a lot of the punishing aspects of the game. It's, it's definitely still punishing. There's definitely still a lot of trying. But I think it's kind of weird because I think the way that it limits your gear, it encourages you to want to play together and as a group and as a team. But it's also just so much nicer than you can like spread out, just clear the map, get a bunch of golds or monies, and and like work together. Like we, you know, having a system where someone could break the the special little ghost jar, get the extra diamond, and then someone else exits real quick. Like 
having those little strategies of spreading out was nice, but you also want to play close by. I don't know. It's it's very weird. Yeah, but it's, it's more fun. <laughs> it's great that you don't all have to exit. And I like, too, that when you're the ghost, so you have to be a ghost for the rest of the level, and then the next time they can break a coffin and release you. But when you're the ghost, you can help out by freezing enemies to make it easier for them. So you don't just, like, you know, wait useless, you know? So I actually, I really did like that. I don't know why the bombs bothered me so much. (laughs) But I think it's just because I use a lot of them. There are a lot of times where it's just, like, there's a really annoying enemy, and it's just like, yeah, I'm just going to put a bomb here, and uh, just... Escape down. So. Yeah, we'll say you do use bombs a lot. I honestly barely use bombs, but a lot of times you're just like, yeah, I don't want to deal with this. I'm just gonna keep blowing up down south and like keep just digging away down. Like you would always think of that strategy. I never would. I'm always just like, I would just be like, yeah, cool. I'm just gonna keep going forward. <laughs> but I also felt like the way that we played the game actually worked really well because I felt like I like I assumed that I would just die all the time and you would just be constantly reviving me. But there were times where you were dying a lot, yeah. and then times where I was dying a lot. So I felt felt like that it actually like worked well together. Yeah, well, the co op is a ton of fun because I also too like that you guys aren't limited to the same screen. So since we were all playing on different consoles and stuff on Xbox Live, it just followed us. So even though we shared money, like it was nice playing because as Keith said. You know, we would all go around, kind of collect money. As soon as one person got to the exit, it's like, hey, is everyone good? And then, yeah, just one person exit, and it takes everyone with them, and it just it made it easier. The only exception is when you're the ghost and you're playing with uh, more than one person, they give you a particular screen yeah. to watch. So when you're the ghost, you can actually release yourself. Otherwise, you have to have somebody else do it for you. But Oh, I was going to say, so I, I may just be speaking for myself, but I think for Andrew, too, and I, I think the reason that we were we were probably dying more is it goes back to on its surface level. Spelunky 2's gameplay is so simple. So I think having our mindset of like, this should be easy. It's so simple. I thought you were going to say that I'm simple minded. Thank you. No, no. Thank you for that addition, Andrew. I appreciate that. So what my point is that we have a tendency to just run fast and faster than you should at sometimes. And we don't know what we're doing really. So we just die a lot. Whereas Liz, you're like calculated and, and simple-minded. You're no, you're not simple-minded. <laughs> you you like you actually are like recognize how hard the game is, and you're not just like, oh, this is simple gameplay. I'm gonna I'm gonna just run with it. You're like, no, I'm gonna take this game for being as hard as it is. And you, and you thought about what you're doing. So I was recommending you. If I was like really low health too, I would tell Andrew, be like, I have one health left. And then so sometimes he here. would just like race to the end and I would just stand there because, you know, or sometimes I would just kill myself because yeah. once you kill yourself and you respawn, you have full health. So it was kind of like gauging. You lose your gear, but yes. you get full health. Yeah. So yeah, it's if kind you don't of, have anything though, who cares? Yeah. But I also really liked the arena. That's what it's called, right? Yep. I really like the arena. Just the versus game mode. The thing that bothered me. I'm not skipping ahead. I'm just going to bring this up real quick with the achievements. I should have gotten the achievement for being the arena. And I was so mad because like the first time I did three lives instead of, I think it's five or something. Yeah. There's a very specific achievement to go against bots. But yeah, so I ended up doing it and it didn't give it to me. And it was actually after like many attempts and I was really mad. (laughs) I was really mad. So I did enjoy the arena playing multiplayer in the arena with friends is so much more fun though. It is. It's actually a lot of fun. So hard. Yeah. Whenever I beat Andrew, it was just like the best moment. 
Because how often do I do that? It honestly reminds me a mixture of like old school Super Smash Brothers and Bomberman. I think too, like one of us would get something that was super powerful. There's a couple items that were stupid overpowered. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. can you can pick what items you like spawn in the crates, but yeah, like it was like an item that just was like an instant win. Like it seen Keith getting so furious over this item too. I still just remember back in the day, the tennis season before we played Turok, there was the cerebral bore. Freaking. And it was just like a point and click and you win kind of weapon. You didn't even have to like have any skill. You just click. I win. See, and that's like, that item was. Just get someone in a corner and just keep whipping them. Yep. Oh, yeah. See, <laughs> oh and God. that was the thing that just that was drove me nuts with it. Is it was like, it was fun to a point and then you would get stuck in a corner by somebody and it would just go on and on and you die. And then it's just, I, I think that's where it stopped being fun for me. So I, it, I go back and I, I'd say I'd play more of it and I would, but I'd absolutely rather play the campaign co-op versus the arena co-op. I just think too, like playing it alone, I don't think I'd ever beat this game and playing it co-op. I mean, Andrew and I put so many hours into it. And we didn't beat it either. <laughs> so it's like... And we still didn't beat it. So I don't know what that like, says. Yeah. At what point you're just like, mm, maybe it's not for me. Yeah. I, I, I got... I, I think I got to the first boss a handful of times by myself. But I definitely got a lot further when I was playing with you guys. Yeah, I was kind of disappointed that I didn't get like farther in the game for how much more time I put in. Because it's like... Like I said, I think I put like 20 hours and the farthest we got was World 3, which was in co-op. Single player wise, I got like right near the end of World 2. I think there's like a total of like four worlds. If So there's like four worlds and there's usually about four stages, three to four stages each one of those worlds. But I will I will say, I like you that the... You went past two? Yeah, we did in multiplayer. Oh, sorry. You're talking about single player? Yeah. I will say one thing I like about too, like when you're playing Splunky 2, you actually have paths you can kind of take. So the first world, you're in the same one every time, which is like, you know, a generic mine. But then you can kind of pick if you want to go to like the jungle world or the lava world. And so I kind of like this branching path you can kind of do. Isn't that the only time choice. it does that though? I mean, it's hard to say because like I said, I only got no, to like... No, we got to the thing. next one and we only had the one option. That's why I'm thinking... No, I'm pretty sure you can go farther because... Once you beat World 2, you fight a boss who's slamming the ground, and I think you could have him keep going, but we were always just like, eh, screw it, we'll just take this first exit, and we always took the first exit, so I'm pretty sure there's another one you can do, but you would have to keep fighting the boss, and we didn't want to do that. So it's kind of hard to confirm that, but... I think the fact that Andrew didn't beat it just shows that it's <laughs> hard. Yeah. And that's what I mean. Like, that's why I kind of give it a pass. Like, I was having fun with it. This game to me is like a incredibly fun, just arcade game to play with your friends and your buddies to kind of see who can get farther, who can get the better score and like try to compete and beat each other's scores. I think the most frustrating thing is that the game is so simple and that's what's so infuriating. Like, because you know exactly what to do. You have your whip. It's not like you're like, oh, I need this weapon for this enemy. You know what I mean? It's just very much a simple game yeah. that is just so hard. And, and that's what I think is so weird. It's Because it's also, too, like, if you've played old school games, when you play, like, old school games like Mario and stuff like that, as a kid, I'm like, I remember beating these games. But then as an adult, I'm like, how did I beat these as a child? Like, these games are difficult. So I'm actually curious if, like, if you're younger, you're just better at these kind of 2D platformers. 
But I also think, too, no matter what, you're spending a lot of time in this game. And I think the biggest thing that would make this game better for me is if the game just mixed it up. Like, we mentioned a couple of things earlier that would be great for the... Like, I think would be great for the game. Like, having the characters have different things or maybe not start with a whip every single time. (laughs) But I think that that is really what caused the most burnout. And so, for me, it's just like... Because this is the second game. It's like, if they did a third, you know, I probably wouldn't play it if it was like this yeah i agree i i do wish this game had a little more accessibility to it i mean you i can't blame a game for being hard for being hard because like that's that's the type of game like but you know, not every game's for everyone so make it like more accessible or yeah like, this is just hard like you know what i mean just, but for me it's like have different characters and you can still have like the like the super 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 hard guy yeah. you know oh yeah there's some easy ways they could have made this game a little more accessible but how though i i I question that because I don't think there's anything that could have been done to be like, unless you like, you're always immune to traps or like some, some sort of aspect like that, that you could turn on or off. Like, I don't think this game could have been more accessible than it was. I think it, well, more it, it, health or more bombs, like just something that would make it, uh, make you get further. So for me, it's like, if you have, it's like, cause you start with four health, correct? Four health, four bombs, it, four ropes. Yeah, so if you had a character that started with, like, seven of each, and you also had the dog that would give you more as well for each level, I feel like people could also get, like, a lot further that way. So it's, you could have, like, an easier character. But I think Andrew, what Andrew said earlier is correct where it's, like, who would I recommend this for? Yeah, but that's, I mean, yeah, I, I definitely think those aspects of of it would have made it more accessible, but I also just think it would have made it more... I don't want to say more fun because, again, for some people, this game is a lot of fun. But I, I think it would have, I guess, accessible is the word. I, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking of it wrong. But it just more like more people might be interested in trying it just because there's more variety. Not everyone likes playing a game that's just the same thing over and over and over and over again. And some of us like roguelikes a lot. So I don't know. <laughs> I think it also blew my mind what I was saying earlier with the speed run, where it's like if you just learn to use this one tool you can just breeze through it and so for me it's also i I, like kind of frustrating Uh, it's like there is a way to kind of like not cheat but just like get through the game super fast this game is awesome to watch speed runs on youtube i highly recommend spelunky one and spelunky two did you see one that didn't use honestly no no i think about it no yeah a lot of them use that yeah to get to the end so it's just like I mean, it's really hard, but it's just like, oh, here's something that makes it super easy, but we're not going to help anybody that's a noob. <laughs> we're not going to help anybody that, you know, wants to just play it the way that it is. For me, like, I don't think that that's fun. Like, for me, like, the idea of learning how to teleport through the game and just avoiding all the enemies, like, that just sounds boring. So it's like, yeah, I could do that. But, I mean, the whole point is to actually, like, you know, fight the enemy and figure out where things are and... So for me, I just... The whole point of the game is to get to the end of the dungeon. I wouldn't want to play that way. (laughs) I also think, too, that, like, more story would have helped me get through it. I don't know. But, I mean, yeah, you make a good point. Like, this... That's what kind of stinks. It's like, yeah, there is a very particular way you're kind of supposed to beat this game. So this game isn't kind of someone where it's like, hey, we'll accommodate with your play style. And that's, I think, what you're saying with the different characters of, like, having more bombs or more ropes, depending on the character you're picking this game yet doesn't accommodate type of play style. It's very much just either going to win or you're going to lose. You either get better at this game or you're not kind of with you, Andrew, though. I don't know that more bombs would have ever done anything for me. 
Probably not because I never used them that much. I used I ropes. Did. I didn't use ropes all that much. I probably should have, but I. But you I could have someone with armor. Yeah, someone with armor, so that instead of getting like minus two for an arrow, you get you know minus one, and or like have someone with like start with an item of like a jetpack or something yeah. like that, or no, double absolutely. jump. Yeah, there's so many different things you can do, and so for me, like playing so many other games, I mentioned Dead Cells earlier. It just, I, I was just kind of disappointed that it's just like, oh, this is what you get. I just think at the end of the day, outside of, again, I guess like what we've talked about with the speedrunners or whatever, outside of the teleportation pack, there's no item or anything that's going to be like, oh, I'm good. I can just play this game easily now. No, yes, some of the armor, health aspects, nice. But I still just don't think anything would have made this game like, oh, it's easy. I just might have made the second world a couple more times if I had seven health instead of four health. The shotgun helps, I will say that, because it has unlimited ammo and you just blast everything. But I, it still doesn't make you win. I also saw somebody like go after the shopkeeper a lot. Like He would always just steal all the stuff from the shopkeeper. Oh, that's but, a strategy? Yeah, but I huh? would always like panic. So like, it, there was actually a time that I knocked him out and I grabbed the shotgun. And then I ended up accidentally killing myself because I was like, what do I do now? What do I do? <laughs> and it also, like, if th- there's another guy that you can make angry too, besides the turkey guy and him, that he's guarding something. But yeah, he would he would just um, knock him out, steal his gun, or kill him and steal his gun, and he would do that a bunch. This game, like you just said, you would, like would freak out and just like kill yourself. You did that so many times in this game. Oh my gosh, <laughs> yes. There's one point where I... <laughs> was jumping between these two platforms or spikes underneath and every time I land I'm on the edge so it's like this initial reaction that I jump and so I keep doing it over and over again and I'm like I actually say out loud stop jumping stop jumping and I couldn't stop and I ended up killing myself after like 15 times it was the craziest thing Andrew was watching me well we were playing co-op and I was dead so I just needed you to get a little farther to revive me <laughs> And like, you just don't do well under pressure. And that's what was happening. You knew, you're like, if I just stop jumping, I'll live. And you kept screaming at yourself to stop jumping, but you never but did. But do you know what? I'm really <laughs> grateful that it's not in real life. With like, I knew someone that said that she, whenever she was driving and like something would happen, she would, and she would have to hit the gas really fast. She would accidentally hit the gas, you know? And I felt like that was me in that moment. You know, where I was just like, I needed to hit that break and I just kept hitting that gas. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, it was, it was an interesting sight to behold. That was, that, that will stay with me. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I recorded it though. That was, that was really funny. That was really embarrassing. But I just like, I, for me, it's just like, I feel like this game is all about these shortcuts and I, I don't know. I don't want to say it, it sounds cheap, but like, it is kind of just like, you know. You put a, the game I, needs to respect your time. No, because I was just like, <laughs> I was playing the game that I thought that I was supposed to play it, you know. Or the way you were supposed to play it? Yeah, like I thought that I was, but I was just like, you know, oh, just get the teleporter and just teleport around and you'll get the ending, which is, you know, not going to wow you. <laughs> like the more and more I hear Liz talk about this game, I don't know how it's still a game. I know, that's I know you guys are bringing me down. <laughs> I, I do feel like we're complaining about this game a lot, but I had a lot of fun with it. Like, and it, it is hard to explain why I had fun with it. Cause I, I did have just like to keep going back and to see how far I can get, but it's like a weird addicting feeling. It was, but it was like just one infuriating thing that I'd just be like, I'm done for the next half hour. Nope. 
And that would happen actually quite a bit. Sometimes it'd be like my second run. Like I yeah. said earlier with that, that shopkeeper story, I would I did that and I was just like, I need to step away. I can't believe how much you played this game. Like you, you did enjoy it. Like I see why you gave it a game because it's like, because you're so you, bad at it. Liz. You you know, you would play like, yeah, it was like, I knew this game was crazy hard and I was like, there's no way Liz is going to like this. I mean, our very first game we did was Ashen and that's a very hard game. I'm surprised you stuck with this podcast after that game <laughs> and you, that, it is like ingrained in your brain how much you hated that game because of how hard it was. And then you have Splunky too, and but you kept going back to it. You would play like, yeah, like you said, like two or three runs and then you're like, I need to take like a 15 minute break, get some food or something. Then you do like another two or three runs. But you would do that like all day and you just kept doing more and more runs. Yeah. Games that are unforgiving, I really struggle with. That's why with Ashen, like it's not a very forgiving game and it just felt really clunky to me. I feel like at least this game felt smooth to me. Okay. So I think that's something that, that actually helped me get through it. Like with Ashen, it was just like a bunch of different things that I didn't like. <laughs> but you know what? I wonder, cause it's been three years I wonder if I went back and played Ashen. I'm not saying I want to revisit. That's not what I'm saying. It's not on Game Pass anymore. Don't worry. (laughs) But I wonder how I would feel about it. And there's a lot of games that I think about that. I'm like, now that I've played all these games, I wonder if I would still feel that way. Are you saying you want to go back on some of them? What? You want to go back and visit some of them? I Do you know what? I think it would be really interesting if some of our listeners who have been with us for a while said, do you know what? I think Keith needs to revisit this game. Graveyard Keeper. Um, Outer Wilds. <laughs> not on Game Pass anymore. Um, oh, yeah. Graveyard Keeper is not on Game Pass anymore. No. Uh, yeah. Just like it would be it would be fun to like hear what people think that we should revisit. Say, look at what our like lowest rated games of, of a given year and if they're still on Game Pass. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, there's some that I'm just like, I don't want to bring up because I don't want to play it. Descenders? What's Descenders? That was the the bicycle game Keith Keith picked. It was so forgettable (laughs) that I just, I was like, what is that? I bet the achievements are fixed now, though. It'd be like playing a new game. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But anyway, as I said before earlier... It was kind of hard for me to figure out like who this game was for because the art style. This game, when you look at it, it's so bright and colorful and cute. The enemies are adorable. But then it's also very graphic. Specifically, when you die on spikes, the spikes impale you. There's blood and your corpse is just like slowly falling on these spikes. It's very gruesome. And there's like, there's cute bats, but these like giant spiders that just kind of like, you're like, ooh, I don't want to go near that. So I think the art style is kind of weird. I do. I will say it's it's nice where it's easy recognizable for majority of the things. Some traps are very hidden, and I think that's I obviously think the design choice. Yeah, I think it's good that the the creatures are actually kind of cute looking because you see them a lot. You know, if you had just this like ugly monster all the time, but just like, oh, you know what? This bat is really annoying, but at least it's cute. <laughs> I mean, I guess there's that. I don't think I paid attention to my body on the spikes long enough to notice <laughs> what happened with it. I was just like, next run, let's go. You were too blinded with rage to see. Basically, I would, I would, I would rage start new runs on a regular basis. Um, but yeah, I thought, I thought overall it was nice, but I, I don't know, nothing, nothing impressive. The biomes were different, but nothing special. It felt like most of the enemies were still kind of the same. You had a few new aspects of them or a few new enemies that would come along, but largely a little melee or 
Oh, something that flew at you. Nothing's crazy. Some of the enemies were like, that's what I like that this game had a bestiary. I always complain about that in some roguelikes when they don't have a bestiary. It's a good thing this is a like, roguelike. <laughs> it's 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 slightly. It's not. It's a dabble. <laughs> don't, okay, I, I, I'm not going to die this, Hokey. I do agree with you. I, I, it's a very. I don't know. I would not categorize this as a roguelike. It does have some roguelike-ish elements to it, but it's very, very light that I wouldn't categorize it. I mean, by I that, it's it's closer to a Souls-like game than a roguelike game. I guess that's true. <laughs> I think that later on, some of the creatures that you meet, they just have some tricks up their sleeve, and yeah. you're doing so well, but you've never encountered that enemy before. And like, what is it? Like they're like geishas or um, yeah, these weird spirit geisha things. Yeah, it's been a while since I actually played that level for me it's like specifically what i'm thinking of like the man eater plants so majority of the time yeah you can use your whip to hurt enemies or you can jump on their heads and hurt them but then you have these man eater plants and you're like cool i'm gonna jump on its head and it instantly just one one no matter how much health you have it just eats you and you're dead and that's the end of your yeah. run and, and it's like that's frustrating well it is so infuriating when you get to a certain point and i just there the monkeys were like annoying but i could deal with that but there are certain certain ones that just like you saw them, you're just like, you got to be kidding me. And then if you're playing multiplayer and you have less bombs, you don't have a bomb, you have to go that direction. <laughs> it's That's so, why I like bombs so much. We're like, there's one particular enemy that you don't like, you know? It's so weird talking about this game because like we're talking about this and I'm like, God, I hated this. This pissed me off. This pissed me off. But I'm also like, Man, I really want to keep playing this game. <laughs> this is, and that's like, it, it's so hard to explain about Splunky too. It's hard to recommend to people. It's very frustrating. But I also had a ton of fun but with you it. I also, playing it. You hate repetitive noises. Yeah. And you're in these same areas over and over again. Yeah, same, same music. Yep. Same noises. Yep. It, I will say that kind of got a little grating. I, same music over and over again. I was Can not a fan of it. you imagine if they had like a really loud whip? Every time you watch out, like super <laughs> loud. <laughs> I was actually going to ask you, can you make a whip swan? Keith, can you make a better one? <laughs> what Those were both awful. Okay, what's yours? Which <laughs> I don't know. I you really thought that was me. better than ours? No, I don't, but I was just expecting <laughs> more from you guys. <laughs> I feel like you guys maybe watched like Indiana Jones a lot growing up or something, and you guys which, would have more. Which, which, I mean, that's what everyone always does with the saying, you're whipped. Yes, and this has been our new segment. The uh, <laughs> the podcast crew makes a noise. <laughs> but Keith, did you listen to this on Spotify? No. <laughs> no, yeah, this I is didn't. not a soundtrack. I think to write home about. I didn't, it's I didn't not really bad, do but a it's, lot of additional work at all for this game. But yeah, so the soundtracks, it's, it's nothing that great. I, we probably just hated it a bit more because, like I said, we put so much time in it. It's such a short time. It just really fell to the background. Yeah. I liked it at first, and then I just I stopped listening. But at least there was no, there was no annoying noises as far as I heard. No, nothing so, overall. Yeah, you just got music that kind of blended in the background. But Liz, I know one thing you hated was the achievements. I did. So, <laughs> Keith, 3 out of 32 with a score of 25. Boo, yeah. I was in second place, even though I really deserved to tie because that, that uh, what's Arena achievement that you couldn't get? Yes. That, I know. I did get it. I just didn't receive it. <laughs> I did all the work and I... Oh. So, anyways, so I got technically six, but really got seven. And I, do you know what? I want to say those new listeners i don't usually do that i don't usually just give myself achievements but like i actually did this and i didn't get it so 
Um, but Andrew is technically the winner with seven, a score of 70. Like that, I like that how you like really did not want to say that. You're like, technically, uh. Because I do want, what, the fact that I tied with you, you know, I'm usually in last place. Love you too, Every babe. once in a while I'll get second. Did you um, tie though? If you have only I got, got first when we started? What? I said, did you tie though if you only got six and he got seven? But I really no, got but like seven. If I, but if, like, if I look and I compare, it's going to say that. <laughs> but if I did something. So for instance, if you, if you did something, Keith, yeah. and you're supposed to get a medal for it, you did it, but someone forgot to ship you a medal. Did you not do it? I mean, I can't prove to anyone that I did it. But do you need to prove yourself? I mean, that's what you're trying to do right now. Well, do you know what? If you feel like you need to prove yourself, I mean, that's, that's your own character flaw. I don't feel like I... Right no, I'm just saying, like, I did it. I just didn't get the actual credit, so... Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to stop this before you guys get back to each other. I'm just saying... <laughs> So as far as achievements go, absolutely do not recommend this for achievement hunters. Uh, as far as time to beat goes, you're looking main story about 27 hours. If you're looking to do like 100% this game, you're looking at like 77 hours. Because yeah, a lot of these, there's some achievements, of course, because this game, you know, is for masochists, is to basically start from the beginning to the end and like not pick up any money or have a certain amount of money or just these wild achievements. They are incredibly hard to do. Do not recommend this game for achievement hunters. Even the few that we were able to obtain, it's just not worth a lot of camera score. One more thing. So if you're just like hanging off of someone's coattails oh and you don't actually do the work to get an achievement and then all of a sudden you're both like, oh, I got a thousand on this game, even though you didn't, you know? So it's like, <laughs> oh, like when Andrew I'm at least saying I did the work. Me nobody saves the world. Oh my gosh. What achievement? Wait, wait, the one time when Andrew got that achievement because I went and rebeat the... Uh, the new game plus and nobody saves the world for him with him in yeah. my game. Yeah. I, I give you credit. I give you credit. <laughs> uh. I'm just saying there have been times where I have also not deserved achievements and I've gotten them, but I just, I worked so hard for it <laughs> that to say like, Oh, I got six, but it's like, no, I got seven. <laughs> it's okay. I'm very, I'm a you. petty person. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let's let's get our final thoughts here. So as I said, for me, I, overall, I give this game a pass because it's it's hard for me to recommend. If you are with you know a couple buddies, like this is a fun game to kind of just like maybe spend a weekend or, or a week or so on and try to beat each other's score. Maybe if you get together and just play couch co-op and just kind of have some fun. It is a fun time to play with your friends, but it's just it is just infuriating. So don't expect to be like. This is going to be a fun, relaxing game. If you had a rough day at work, do not play this game because this will just make you more <laughs> angry. But I had a ton of fun with it. it. It was just one of those things where like when I was progressing, I was getting farther. It just felt so great. But it was also nerve wracking because I'm like, what the heck is this monster? What is it going to do? And I try to jump on it and it instantly kills me. And then it's like, well, back to square one. So there's things about it that just frustrated me. And I, I wish there was more rewards. I felt like I was progressing more. And the game made it slightly easier for me to get back to where I was, but it doesn't. So for me, I think I'm just going to give it a 72. I had fun with it, but I probably wouldn't mind picking it up, like doing a couple of runs later down the road. But eh. it's just it's it just got me so mad. I do not get a lot of gamer rage, but this game was giving it to me. It's so funny because as usual, this is one of those. I'm like, ah, Andrew kind of said everything I needed to say. 
with the the exception here that I just I don't want to go back to it. I don't really <laughs> want to play any more of it. I I yeah, it's it I don't know. There's some games that can be simple but difficult in in aspects that make you want to play it or I I just this nothing about Spelunky 2 did that for me and it's and it stinks because it's really there's nothing wrong with the game. It's it's a perfectly fine game but I just I did not enjoy my time with it. I I didn't find myself wanting to play more of it. The only thing I can really say that I would be interested in playing more is is potentially co-op because co-op was more fun. Uh, I would say it, it actually made the game pretty enjoyable because it it took away a lot of the punishing aspects that it has involved in it. Um, but I think that's why, yeah, for me, I, I'm just going to go with a, a nice little 64. For me, I'm going to give it a 78. I think it actually feels nice to know that you guys also struggled with it because I was just like, maybe that's <laughs> just not the way that my brain works. Maybe it's me, <laughs> you know, and then listening to you guys, I'm like, oh, do you know, what? it's just it's just hard. You know, and then obviously there's minus some points because, you know, you did respect your time. No, I, I just don't like, why do you keep bringing that? I never (laughs) said that about this game. I just love it's like your catchphrase. (laughs) No, that's when there's like, no, that's when like the game actually like screws you over. You know, this game, it didn't screw me over. Like I just, I suck sometimes, but there are minus some points because dogs die and I don't think that's okay in a game. And uh, I also think it's interesting that like I'm much higher than you guys, but I felt like you guys were talking me down and I then I just was like, I don't know what score to give. But looking at Metacritic, there's only um, Series X and it's TBD for critics and users. And so far there's a 90 and a 9. So I think people really like this game, but it's also, you know, people who love the first one, you know, are probably yeah, going to love the This second. game is a cult following. Yeah, people like who love Spelunky. 10? Yeah, a 9 out of 10 and All a right. 90 out of 100. All right, just making sure it wasn't like a 90 out of 100 and a 9 out of 100 because those are vastly different. <laughs> and also Keith, represented... No, I'm not even trying to be... Well, I, I am kind of being How smart. long have we been doing the Metacritic I know, that, I was going to say that too. No, sorry, two and a half because... I think two and a half. Yeah, it might have been the whole time. But it's never changed. <laughs> it's never been 9 out of 100. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe this. I just thought maybe it was fitting this time. Maybe that's why I thought of it. <laughs> Welcome to Lissa's segment, Keith. Keith really wanted to give it a nine out of a hundred. He was, was like, "This person speak my language." <laughs> you're speaking to me. I understand you. <laughs> uh, but I think that's gonna do it for us this week. I think we're gonna wrap up here. Um, if you have any game recommendations, please, we would love to hear them. You can email us at gamepassgrabbag@gmail.com. We're also on Facebook at gbgb. We're also at Twitter at gbgbpod. I've been your hardcore gamer, Andrew. You can find me next Xbox Live at Firebird 0952. I've been Keith, and Andrew added the second fart to this podcast. <laughs> My mic probably did not pick it up, so I probably is no fart. Because I heard it pretty good. <laughs> it was like you and waited I- for a pause for me, and then you were like, here we go. Do <laughs> I thought it was just going to be like a silent but deadly, but it actually made noise. It was just loud and deadly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm listening. I don't agree with that. Do you know what the thing is? Like Andrew's just musical, you know. <laughs> I'm never like I need to leave the room. It's just like a jolly toot. <laughs> and honestly, I think that most people would prefer that. You know what I mean? I've <laughs> like, never heard anyone describe a fart as jolly. 
<laughs> why, why do our endings get so weird? <laughs> I think that when it comes to farts, people either really think that they're funny that or they be, really hate them. Should that be my outro instead of the hardcore gamer? I'm your jolly tutor. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> Change. <laughs> and I'm Listen Noob Gamer Tag. Coming up, Dean. I'm on Twitter. I listen Noob. Noob is EW. Wiki, did you do an outro? Yeah, yeah, you did. I called you up for your fart. That's true. For your jelly right. toot. <laughs> all right. Oh, for the love of God. All right, we're going to end this now. Thank you all so much for joining us. We love you all. See you again next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.